Well, hello there, and thank you for tuning into the podcast. Today's guest is absolutely hilarious, and he has probably my favorite laugh ever. Uh, you can see him at the Tempe Improv in Arizona for their New Faces show, October 27th, and you can catch him all around Los Angeles where he performs regularly. Um, he's absolutely hilarious, and uh, he's definitely one of me and Pat's favorite comics to see whenever we go to any open mic, and especially at the fourth wall. And we had a blast doing this podcast, and I know you'll have a blast listening to it. So please welcome our friend, Brandon Barrera. I used to shoes, me, but neither one cared. We were getting our share. Working on our nine months. Trying to lose the awkward teenage blues. Working on our nine months. Talk about basically, you know. Whatever we want. Yeah, hell yeah. Cool. Yeah. How you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, had a job interview today. Ooh, How'd that go? For at, what? Uh, at Paramount to be a page, a studio page. Okay. Um, what is that? So I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so no. yeah, it's it's kind of like a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, it, well, Thanks, after, Pat, for... Uh, yeah, 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 no, no. <laughs> that's good. No, no, no. I mean, it's, it's good that Pat just, you know, it, fucking big, swing, big dick swinging pack and just, you know, no, no. clear the air for us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, it's better than our job. <laughs> dude, I mean, I'm doing valet as well, so oh, at the yeah. Four Seasons, so right. I mean, just, I'm trying to, you know, at least do something in the movie industry or film business. Get into the biz. You know? Yeah, and I and and I told them today they were like, "Why do you want to do this?" And I was like, "Well, this is the only job I qualify for <laughs> at this company. I'm currently parking cars." Yeah, <laughs> like, um, like I only have enough credentials to get me this job. So that was basically. I fucking hate that question on job interviews. So, uh, why did you want to come in today? Oh, because I like paying rent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, pretty much. I was like, yeah, I know, I like the movies, and uh, um, and I just, yeah, I need, it. I want a job that you know I can be immersed with. Film. The, the worst is when you apply for a dog shit job and they ask you, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" Mm. Not here. Not here. Yeah. Not here. Not here. <laughs> not not here. Not here. <laughs> why, why? Because if I'm still bartending in five years, I'm gonna kill myself. Yep. You're gonna be bartending okay? in five years. <laughs> yeah. We're both gonna oh, still be Pat, bartending then, in five then, years. Then fucking, we well, might also occasionally be best case scenario we're sometimes doing the road while we're not bartending yeah well then i'm killing myself <laughs> <laughs> write the note now God. you guys are still working at that restaurant no i'm gonna type the note because my handwriting is dog shit i want my mom to tell <laughs> to, to read i'm sorry <laughs> you're still at malibu farms uh yeah i just got a new job that like hasn't even really started yet but i'm, I'm hanging on to the malibu job well yeah i make sure i like this new one nice i was at um saddle ranch the other day, or like right outside of it. Oh, yeah. I thought about where, it. Where I used to work. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a former employer. <laughs> Stopping grounds. I literally, I look at that place and I'm like, I have no idea how Pat got fired from this place. It's literally just a gag restaurant. It is. Were you there uh, that night when he, when he talked about it on stage? Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> they call one coworker a bitch. <laughs> all, the, all of a sudden, you're out of a job. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, uh, it was really funny. I don't understand how you got fired. That place just looks like a joke. It is a joke. Yeah. And honestly, it kind of, it was a pretty shitty job, too. Yeah, I could, I could see that. 
Like it, it looks like the kind of place that sucks, but you make a ton of money. Yeah. But the thing is, it sucks, and you also don't make that much money. Mm. So a lot yeah. of a lot of Persians go there. Yeah, a lot, it seems like a, a tourist trap. Kind oh, of. it absolutely is. Yeah. Like if you sign up for this TMZ tour, you get two free beverages True. at Saddle Ranch Chop yeah. House. A lot of big black girls riding the mechanical bull. Yeah. You know, setting world yeah. records for sh- just quickest thrown yeah. off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with any of those things you've said about it. So, <laughs> oh, dude, I was there. <laughs> I was there once, and I was just sitting there, and these three large black women go up to the bull rider, and I go, "This is worth every cover charge that I would ever pay for a bar." But there is no cover charge. That's that it, wow. like, but, but, but there <laughs> is one. Sixty-five days a year, no cover. So I'm drinking club soda for fucking free, and I get a show. <laughs> and it's just these three chicks, and each one just fell off quicker than the next. Yeah. Oh, oh it was great. I don't know. I've been on a mechanical bull a handful of times, and I've never lasted more than like five seconds. Because you're, you're not a hot girl. Think, if you're a yeah. hot girl, the the technician yeah. will put on a fucking show, dude. He'll be like Michael Jackson in his prime. One glove, oh, yeah. fucking high tailored fucking jeans, oh, yeah. and just moonwalking this bad boy. Oh, it's a pervert's dream to watch. Yeah. My I only great memory of that job is I won $200 riding that bull one time. Really? Yeah. While you were working there? Yeah. Um, I was working. There were these two guys sitting at the bar who were just, they were like betting on like every sports game was on, just like betting with each other on everything too. Yeah. And the one guy asks me if I'd ever ridden the bull before. Yeah. And I, I was totally honest with him. I was like, I've never done it here, but I did it once in Nashville and I lasted maybe four or five seconds. It's like, oh, I bet you can't last more than eight seconds on that. Like, I bet you 200 bucks. And I, I just kind of played it off like, oh, you know, I'm... Yeah, I'm, you'll you'll just you know you'll keep two hundred dollars. He goes, no, I'm serious, dude. Like, no risk on your part. If you fall off before eight seconds, you you don't owe me anything. You last more than eight, I give you two hundred dollars. Yeah, you got to do that. I'm like, okay. I even I, again, I tried, tried to be like, I tried to like not do it, mm-hmm. but he like was pretty insistent. Mm-hmm. And so I I get on there and I tell the operator, I'm like, hey man, this guy bet me two hundred bucks that I can't last more than eight seconds. Do me a favor here. He didn't. Like, he went fucking hard. <laughs> and, like, I, I went down one time, and then he just fucking threw it back up. Yeah. And I I, I probably went, like, it's so hard to tell the time yeah. while you're on there. At one point, I'm holding on with two fucking hands, and, like, I'm just squeezing with my legs, and I get thrown off. And I'm like, was that more than eight seconds? He's like, yeah, it was 28. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. You're acting like it was a real fucking bull. <laughs> It's so I mean, dude. When you're on there, it's you can't even tell how long you're on there for. I mean, like the adrenaline, the fans coming around, and the fucking. I think I think that's dope. The yeah, rodeo clown. Like you're just an asshole. I could never last that long. Meanwhile, it's two guys just gambling their fucking kids' <laughs> college fucking fun. <laughs> no, dude, I had bruises on the insides of my thighs from squeezing that thing so oh, hard. Oh no, yeah, you're like basically risking. It's, your it's life. very unpleasant. Yeah, riding one of those things. <laughs> it's, it's more unpleasant when you get thrown off. You oh, could yeah. like seriously injure yourself. We have to sign a waiver. I say honestly, yes, you do. when you yeah. break your neck, it's on getting fault. thrown off. I think is like the safest part because like when I got off, dude, my wrists were killing me from just like being jammed in the bowl. My mm. hamstrings were all fucking tight. <laughs> I was yeah. sweating like a pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just twenty eight seconds, yeah. dude. And the little rope they give you to hold on is like a firework fuse. Oh yeah, it's like so small <laughs> and like it's all frayed and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know, but um. Yeah, man, Saddle Ranch. Yeah, real, real shithole. Yeah, yeah. The food is garbage as well. It, <laughs> yeah, it looks garbage. It's like well, good, I mean, it's like it's, good garbage though. It's, I mean, it's the garbage mm. you want. Well, actually, one of uh, Pat and I's better cheat day. So every Saturday is our cheat day, mm. and one of our better cheat days was 
you can get uh, this like big a, a, a monster platter. Huge, it's actually called monster platter. That's what they call yeah. it. Yeah, a it's monster a, platter for twenty bucks, thirty. Bucks? I think it's like thirty bucks. So I, it was like fifteen for me. Uh, it's three mini cheeseburgers, half rack of ribs, sweet potato fries, onion rings. <laughs> oh the works. Cru- yeah. Crush the, the works. Crush the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I think some chicken fingers were in there too. I think so as yeah. well. That's yes. nice. Oh, yeah, it's pretty solid. Crushed that. Yeah, there used to be a uh, a Florida State bar. That's where I went to school. Um, it was on Hollywood Boulevard and Las Palmas. It's called the Rusty Mullet, and they used to have the trailer that sounds park like a platter. State bar. Yeah, it, it was, and they had the trailer park platter, uh, which was like boneless wings, French fries, quesadillas. It was disgusting, but it was like you got it if you were really hungry. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And now I'm upset because like I went there the other day for the game, and um, the bar closed down. What? Yeah, the oh, bar closed down. That sucks. Yeah. So I don't know where I'm going to start watching. FSU sucks now. So it's yeah, like no you guys are terrible anyway. No. Yeah. Whatever. It's a name though. People still turn on Florida State. Yeah, depending on who they're playing. They're playing like Louisiana Monroe this past weekend. Yeah. And we almost lost. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I never really got into college football. I mean, I I kind of like you Penn went to State. A garbage school. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you go? Just bum bumfuck school. For what? <laughs> What's it called? Norwich University. Oh, it's a military it. school. Oh, it's really? Basically. Yeah. Corps of Cadets school. Yeah. Wow. I think yeah. Cadets. The Marine Corps would not take me. It, it's like oh. it's like all the bad parts of being in military school, but without any of the real benefits. Mm. Mm, yes. Mm. Like, it's not free. No one respects it as much. Right. No, no, they, they, they do. <laughs> no, dude, the Corps of Cadets is fucking oldest senior military call in the country. Yeah. I could never join the Army. Oh, yeah. I mean. There were probably... Th- Realistically, if I'm not even exaggerating, okay, so the school was probably 3,500, 4,000, 4, mm. small school. Yeah. Realistically, uh, 20 hot girls. Really? 20 hot girls. 45 that you'd plug mm-hmm. and 60 that you'd plug and never tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're including those guys, yeah, yeah. girls. Um, <laughs> But, uh, the, those are the dude, best stories. The tw- I like telling about those the, ones. The, they're 20, great the twenty or twenty. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got some stories, baby. <laughs> dude, I got some fucking stories, baby. <laughs> who, do you, who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> yeah, we we all probably. All right, there was one girl that, because of my sexual I- encounters with her, mm. um, she was dubbed a, a nickname throughout the campus. Really? So there's one chick that lived the. So I was my sophomore year. She was a year older than me. I won't say her name. But um, she she was a cute girl, and she was actually like in the Corps of Cadets, so she was you know a little bulky right. but cute. And uh, I had heard to the grapevine that she was into me. So one night, I uh, so I, I got in trouble. And when you get in trouble, you do this thing. You have to march tours, which means you get on your dress uh, uh, uniform and a rifle, and you walk you walk like a fifty yard um, path. Just over and over again for an hour, mm. and one tour is one hour. So it was Friday night. I had to do two tours Saturday morning at six thirty in the morning. Jesus. Went to a party, saw her. Kind of, you know, I I knew she kind of it was into me. Mm. Long story short, I'm banging her in her room at two three o'clock in the morning, and I hadn't had sex in a while, yeah. but I was drunk, so just just yeah, fucking you, you pain lasted. shaker, yeah. just pain shaker, yeah. Banged her for a while. Mm-hmm. Had to get up three hours later and march tours. Mm. Did the whole thing, hung over. Da, da, da. Anyway, me and this girl had this kind of thing for a while. One night, we were in this dorm room, 
and uh, we wanted to have sex, but like we couldn't go into anyone's room, so I banged her in the hallway <laughs> about an hour and a half. <laughs> so they, everyone called her Hallway Jen nice. for the next wow. two years. And I had people come up to me the next day, going like, oh, you felt cold? I'm like, yeah. Dude, I was trying to sleep last night, and you guys were fucking banging for an hour and a half in the hallway. <laughs> Dude, my knees are bruised, hardwood floors. Oh, my God. It yeah. was worth it, though. It was worth it. Did it you have uh, communal bathrooms? Or were there no, no, the no. They were separate, thank God. Oh, wow. That would have been yeah. fucking brutal. Yeah, imagine someone's like, dude, I'm trying to use the bathroom, but I can't get through the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a guy who was like, I need to go to the bathroom, yeah. and you guys are in the hall. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Public sex is fun. Yeah. I've, never, I've never really done it like that publicly. Yeah. Neither have I. I've, uh, I've, I've done some sexual things in the hallway of an apartment complex, but that's about as public as I've gotten. Oh, That's, oh Pat has a great story about that. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that for... Oh, come oh, on. What? No, we're on yeah, the topic. Why you might not? as well get it out now. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's very descriptive. All right. all right. Dad, anyone related to me, just fast forward through like the oh, next come on, five minutes. Um, it was, this was my <laughs> sophomore year at college and just gotten like just gotten back to school mm. and I was like out of a relationship for the first time in college mm. and it's like a Monday night mm. but you know the first week of school syllabus week you just go out every night mm. and I meet this girl we go back to her apartment and as soon as we get there her roommate is like obviously not happy to see me she's like listen so um you're gonna you're gonna go to bed right like alone like you're gonna you got class tomorrow you're gonna go to bed alone right <laughs> and I, I was fucking hammered yeah. so she's like I get it I'll fucking leave and she's like, oh, but doesn't bother to be like, oh, no, don't leave. <laughs> she's like, like, yeah, cool. So I, I just walk out of the apartment, but the girl, she follows me into the hallway right. and starts making out with me. Mm. I think it's pretty intense. So I just like, lay her down in the hallway and start you know, <laughs> get, getting a little finger action in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after like a few minutes of that, I was, again, like super fucked up. Right. I was like, you know what I've never done before? I fingered a girl in the butt. <laughs> so I started doing that to her in the hallway. <laughs> For like a decent amount of time. Yeah. And at a decent volume. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like speed or just... No, like her volume. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, oh, yes. she, she's making volume. Yes. Got it. Yeah, that's better know. than the quiet ones. Exactly, yeah. I, I like to know that. If she went quiet, it'd be that's weird. weird. Yeah, it'd be like, uh, why aren't you... What was your childhood what like? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a comedian. I need constant yeah, yeah. action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Keep it going for him. Yeah. Keep it going for him. <laughs> the craziest... We go back into the apartment. Yeah. Uh, and we start like going at it on the couch. Yeah. And we're going after like a few minutes. And she's just like, no, I'm done. Like, I like, I'm, I'm done. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what, what do you mean you're done? She's mm-hmm. like, I, I came. I was like, oh, man, I didn't. Yeah. But I was like, you know, so whatever. And we just, I st- we stop having sex for like a minute. Then I start making out with her again, and then we start having sex again. We're going out for like maybe five more minutes, and again, she's like, I'm done. I'm done. You made me come. Jesus fucking Christ. Mm. Then third time, like a minute later, we start making out again. We start having sex. Probably like two minutes in, she just goes, you know, you're in the wrong one, right? And I look down, <laughs> and I her in the butt for like two to three minutes with no idea that I was doing it. And she's like, oh, all right, whatever. Dude. And I just kept going. And then again, a third time, she's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm starting to get like really frustrated. Yeah. 
then again, like a minute later, we start making out, start having sex again. And the fourth time, she's like, listen, I'm done. Like, I am done. I can't go anymore. I still have it. Come. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's what I want to know. Butt sex, fucking. <laughs> she's giving you the works. Yeah, Outside. Jesus. <laughs> what are you fucking she's only Peter like Five here? minutes at a time. What are you doing? And I just get so frustrated. I'm like, you know what? Fucking fine. And I stood up and I just like took the condom off my dick, threw it on her floor, and marched out of there. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then I get out in the hallway and I find that there's like blood on my hand oh, <laughs> and then i get out of her apartment i realize i don't know where i am right. i'm just like walking up to strangers like where the fuck am i there's blood <laughs> in my hands <laughs> some fucking miraculous soul thankfully walked me back to my apartment <laughs> oh my god yeah that's pretty wild um i uh i met this girl out here at the bungalow one night and it was like her friend's birthday or whatever and she was like uh, we're going to get out of here and go sing karaoke. And I love karaoke. That's like my thing. So it's on a Sunday too. It was on a Sunday. That's how I remember. And we go to this place in Koreatown called Pharaoh Karaoke, which is like one of those places where like you rent out a room and like it's a private room. So you, and you get like an iPad. And those are the best the, places. They are. When you have like a big party, it was like yeah. me, her, my buddy, and then her friend. Oh, was it Bruno? Bruno. No, oh, it, was, okay. it was my roommate, Bryce. So we're all just like taking turns, passing around the iPad. We're ordering drinks because like, you know, they, you have like your own little private server. He comes in and out. The only server on staff was the bar manager. So he's helping us out, whatever. And Get I, a little closer to the mic. Okay. So uh, I grab the iPad and I go, all right, it's my turn to sing. I'm singing Photograph by Nickelback. Like it's that time of night. Like I'm hammered whatever i crush it like it was one of my favorite songs <laughs> like i freaking love that song whatever i get off of the mic she just grabs my face starts making out with me i'm like oh shit i look over like to make sure bryce isn't left out of the equation i'm like i don't want to do this in front of my buddy he's making out with her friend the birthday girl so i'm like all right it's cool so like i look at her and i go should we have sex here and she's oh like she's like yeah but not in this room and i was like yeah yeah, yeah you're right we should go to the bathroom so we went to the 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 men's bathroom like we leave the room and go to the bathroom of the the bar and we did this about maybe three or four times just going to right to the handicap stall you know because the most space yeah of course and just up against the wall just craziest sex i've ever had about like maybe the fourth or fifth time we're in there and wait i'm sorry so you're going each time to fuck yeah so we why, leave, why you leave? oh you like you, you we would leave you go to the bathroom come back yeah okay i was out of my mind I was out of my mind. I can't believe you could still get it up at this point. Are you coming inside her? No. No. Just on finishing just like on, on the, the on the floor, the like walls, like whatever. Wow. So it's insane. So now like the fourth or fifth time, uh, I'm literally, we're doing our thing, whatever. And all I hear is I'm literally clapping cheeks. It's just, uh, <clears throat> and like I look back and behind me is the bar manager who was serving us. He's peering over the, the stall. And he and I'm just like, son of a like with like I had like the red eyes going because I was so trashed and like like kind of like hungover because we've been day drinking all day. And I look over, I go, "We're out of here, aren't we?" He goes, "Get out of my bar!" I was like, I look at her, I go, "You want to come home?" She goes, "Yeah, let's get out of here." Anyway, so we go back to my place, we bang at my place, whatever, uh, fall asleep. Uh, 
Mind you, I got an Uber pool back to my place because I didn't I have any it. money left on my card. So kind of embarrassed myself there. <laughs> You've already banged her five times. Right. Like, doesn't know. matter. I can't. She can't in. lose. Listen, you're coming on walls. Yeah. You won. I, I'm like out of my <laughs> mind. Like You know what I mean? Like She knows this. The battle is um, over. Yeah. Um, so we go back to my place, fall asleep, whatever. Wake up the next morning. Uh, I look over. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Like trying to do the whole name game thing, Ooh, you know, because she's like, I bet you don't remember my name. And I was like, uh, right. she's like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> she's like Sammy. I was like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Brandon. And then I was like, so where are you from? And she goes, I live in Austin, Texas. I was just visiting my friend for a birthday. And I was like, that's right. That's right. And then I was like, how old are you? She's like, I'm 32. I was like, 32? Because nice. I'm 23. So I was like, uh, I'm 23. Like, what are you doing with me? Like, you should, <laughs> you should be married or... You stupid? Yeah. <laughs> you should be married or dead. <laughs> and, she was, and so for the rest of the, uh, of the, of the morning, because I sleep next to Bryce. Like, we, sleep, we, we were sleeping in the same room. So he was listening to all this. He's just like trying not to crack up. I'm like, Bryce, the gig's up. Like she knows you're awake. And he's just like, good, because I have some jokes. And she, <laughs> he just looks at her and, and he's just like, you should be dead, you know. <laughs> it turns out she was a mom. Uh, she has two kids. Uh, and she does live in Austin, Texas. And she's a sales rep uh, for cutlery. Um, and she sells cutlery to like restaurants and stuff that's like her thing have you spoken to her since yeah on a couple of occasions she's a freak absolute freak well yeah i mean she's yeah, getting she, fucked in handicap stalls yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah she's not mother teresa absolutely in her know. defense what are the chances there's any handicapped people doing karaoke that night there was no one else there True. that was the beauty of the bar so, there was no one else there that night. it was a sunday it was like the best yeah. time to go well you got lucky because obviously she's very fertile Two oh, kids? Yeah. True. Dude, Pop goes the weasel. I know. I called her out on that when I found out. I was like, tell me you're on the pill. She goes, oh, yeah. Just after two, you just, you want to yeah. stop this mess. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right. Do you have an Instagram? Cool. No. Really? Any pictures of her? I looked her up on Instagram. I'm not, I, here's why I didn't follow her. I wasn't proud of her ratio. <laughs> like, she's following like 2,000 people. She only has like 36 followers. And I'm like, ah, well, hey, that's, she's, a, that's, that's a, bathroom, a red flag. That's a bathroom fucker. She's 32, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's, and she's got not good kids. at social media. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so what I found her up to. I did find her. Yeah. Oh, we're going to take a look at yeah, her. Yeah. We got to find her after this. Yeah. I'll show you her. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Find IG. <laughs> <laughs> Mark it down. These are the notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wow. feel like we shouldn't talk about comedy now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all downhill after this, right? So you went to Florida State. I did. Graduated yeah. what? Uh, last year. Last year? 2018. So you've only been in L.A. for a year, and you're already banging MILFs and fucking it, karaoke it bars? Unintentional. Completely unintentional, but yeah. Well, I don't think anyone goes out like, hey, we're going to bang but, MILFs but karaoke honestly, bar. But honestly, I think giving her the title as, as of MILF is slightly incorrect. Te- technically, mm. she is a MILF. She is a mother. Technically, yes. But 32, that's too young. Too young, yeah. I, I believe, for me personally, MILF, 40 mm. is the line. Mm-hmm. 40. Yeah. 40 and up until about 55. Once you hit 60, it's like, all right, get, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, you're, if you I'm know, starting your name my off mom, with- My mom's 60, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Fucking weird. If, if I'm starting your name off with, like, Mrs. Yeah. or Miss, that's a MILF. Yes, Fair. absolutely. Sure. You know, if you're I, calling her fucking Sammy or some shit. That was her name. You said that. Oh, thing. I said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, no way, still no way. You got that. No way. If she still goes by Sammy and not Samantha, not a milf. Ah, uh, 
I don't think people change. Like, well, you know, I've been uh, Dave, but now I'm 40, so uh, let's change to David. <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly <laughs> no just, how it goes. No one just yeah. changes their name. I think name. that's exactly how it goes. No, you think only... people just go by Billy for their whole lives? No, when they're kids, they're Billy. At some point, Listen, they decide, hey, call me Bill. I met some old fucks named Joey still. I'm not going by Joseph. Don't just change it. You can't just change it. Right. You absolutely can. I- I'm not going to change it to Vincent when I'm old. Hey, just because you're not going to do it doesn't mean people don't do it. My cousin. Then we I- all used to call him Billy. Now everyone calls him Bill. Or William. Well, he introduces himself to people as Bill. No one calls him William? So he changed it. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, 20... It's going to be 29 in September. Well, Billy does sound kind of like a kid. Billy's exactly. childish. B- Billy's very childish. Yeah. Sammy, although... Grandma Sammy. Yeah, it's kind of like... It's yeah. Sammy is a child. Grandma Sammy, Sammy is kind of a slot. Yeah. That sounds like a slot. Sammy right? sounds like a <laughs> sorority girl who sucks dick. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Grandma Sammy. <laughs> Sammy's uh, like a mid-tier sorority girl that gives great head. Yeah. Mm. Sammy, Grandma Sammy, put your teeth back in. No, it feels better with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma Sammy, no. <laughs> oh, Grandma Sammy's a pig. Oh, she'll be a great granny. Oh, no. dude, yeah. She has no intention of getting married. She'll be such a gilf. I mean, yeah. She will be. There was this documentary I watched on this kid who was, at the time I watched it, probably our age, so he's older now. Mm. But he only was into grandmas. That's really? Disgusting. There was a there was a date that he went on. <laughs> oh, and, uh, I mean, <laughs> it was it was disgusting. horrible, yeah. He, and not a, a thing, like a joke, it, he really was into grandmas. Right. And he went on a date, it was a TV show where it said, it was, I get the premise of it, but basically, you know, why they aren't into you or, or something. I don't know. And like mm. they had to wait to the end to decide, why aren't you into me? And the whole thing was, this guy likes fucking old ladies. Mm. And he went on this date with this really pretty young girl, you know, his age. And then he had to tell her during the, hey, just, just, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to date you. Mm. Why? What, was it something I did or? I'm in the fucking old lady. Like, what, what does your grandma look like? And she goes, what? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I just love fucking grannies. Ew. And she goes, well, I appreciate you being honest with me. And then it showed him with the girls he used to date. And, I, and I'm talking like uh, broken women. Hi- broken hips. Fucking <laughs> l- life alert. Fucking, you know. How long? Unsweet like iced tea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, old. How? Something happened to that kid. He he was definitely molested. Yeah, by yeah. by by a grandma. By a granny. Or he just had a, one experience where he got like really lucky, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make this my thing." I don't. It's gotta be molestation, or he's just a little fucking autistic. I don't know, dude. That's nuts. I can't think of anything more heinous. I know. Like, I it's almost less gross if he's into grandfathers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she's probably crazy. The girl, the the I don't even want to say girls. The the ladies, women, the women, women the women, <laughs> the women he's hooking up with are probably nymphomaniacs. You ever uh, hear stories of like retirement homes? Oh, I, yeah, loaded they, with stids. Yeah. Yes, loaded. He's it's gonna insane. kill it when he's an old man, though. Yeah. It's gonna be like there's like no. Oh, oh he's yeah. gonna have every. STD it's no downside for him though. though. Yeah. Oh, you know he's I mean? starting an epidemic at whatever retirement home he goes. Well, isn't that crazy? He gets to fuck. Women, he gets to fuck women he's attracted to for the rest forever. of his life. Yeah. Forever. For the rest of his life, yeah. Because right now, we're banging young girls. Yeah. Right? We're only going to bang old women because there's nothing else to because do. Because th- that's who you're with. Yeah. But he just, he gets to bang what he finds attractive forever. Yeah, and he doesn't even need to make money to do it. Like, no. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. This guy's got something figured out. Mm. This whole grandfather thing seems a little more fucked up now. He's a smart guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's using reverse psychology. Wow. To attack the still women. Still sick, here. but yeah, it's still disgusting. You got to oh, give it psycho. to him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> crazy person. Wish we could have him call in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> what, what would he even say? Uh, John from Ron Conkama, the grandma fucker. <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? I, uh, you know, I just like that saggy skin. You know what I mean? That, that arm fat and shit. <laughs> it all started when my grandma's friend asked me to go get her medication. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that's, that's interesting. Oh, my God. But you know what's even crazier is, like, that's a thing that isn't abnormal for women to do that. Not, I mean... Not that they're into it, but to be okay with it. Oh, you mean to have sex with older men? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's so far out of the realm of possibility for us I to know, consider. I know. Yeah. And there are just regular fucking women who will just do that. Well, it's money. You know, you got to get money. The, the Russian women. They are fucking soldiers. They, they, they're trained. They, I see more of them with old guys mm. at the restaurant I work at than, I mean, and they, they give me a look like, dude, I, I know. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! I know. It's disgusting. Uh-huh. But listen, I just got a Tesla for my birthday. So what are you doing? Get me a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. go. You know. Yeah. No, I I used to work at a, a valet uh, place at this fancy hotel apartment building in South Beach in Miami before I moved out here, and there was this really hot blonde Russian lady who was never with her husband, mm. never. But they had kids. And I was like, I got to see what this guy looks like. I got to. And everybody would tell me that had been working there for a while. They're like, you're going to be very surprised because this guy's fucking hideous. And then one day he came downstairs and he asked for like her car. And I was like, oh, that's the guy. And he was like three foot tall. Uh, just like but he looked like he murdered a lot of people, like straight mafia guy. Um, and I was like, I can't like I can't believe it. Like girls will do this. They'll like actually with the, these people like there's no way she likes him there's no, no way i got no pissed shot. no shot yeah i would too i was like there's no way there's no feelings there oh that would kill me see a guy like that well i think not not that women don't like sex obviously mm. women like sex yeah but i i don't think i think it's irrefutable that men and women view sex differently mm. i can have a sore throat and they could have just amputated my leg but right. if my girlfriend wants to have sex with me i'm gonna do it you're in yeah if it's like raining or we're we have to go like she's hungry or something yeah we won't have sex it's just they, they're way more logical oh no i just I should, i'm getting up early tomorrow dude i could have a flight in an hour mm. and i haven't even packed yet but if she wants to have sex yeah. it's going but down if, if it's time it's time it's time <laughs> i think they can car- compartmentalize sex better we can't for us sex is only she attractive you know for them it's like okay what is this gonna do yeah you know yeah also women are also attracted to different things than men women are attracted to guys with power status but you you gotta go somewhere Um, else though regardless of how much money this guy has Mentally, you have to go somewhere else if this yeah, guy is just fucking like dog shit looking. Breathing, oh, yeah. like mothballs, you know, breathing on yeah, you. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure they're thinking about fucking David Beckham or something. Pops, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or just you know, you, you gotta, anyone. <laughs> you got to mentally trick yourself. Yeah, that's got to be tough. Well, we do the opposite. 
we think of ugly we think of like nasty shits we don't come yeah exactly like, <laughs> yeah, yeah like that dude fucking grandma's um <laughs> baseball yeah i was gonna say baseball yeah uh, let me tell you I don't, i'm not sure how deep the yanks are gonna go this year that pitching is very suspect when i'm when i'm on the verge and I, and I can't do it anymore i i plan my my day for the next day that's a good mm. one I, I, all right so i'll get up early and i'm actually gonna, <laughs> i'm actually gonna get up early i'm actually gonna i'm only gonna hit the snooze once and then I'm gonna get a cup of coffee because one thing I got a cup of coffee, then I shit, then I really start. I'm like, oh god, all right. <laughs> I might just come. You ever, you ever <laughs> think about sets? <laughs> you ever think about sets to make yourself last? Oh no. Yes, but then I lose my erection because I get nervous. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna bomb. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking bomb. That's not gonna work. It's too effective. Yeah. Is what you're telling yeah. me? It's too effective. <laughs> it's way too effective. Actually, when we had the comedy store show uh, last month, I was, uh, you know, uh, you know, doing my thing, and uh, I couldn't stop thinking about the set. I started like losing my boner. And I'm like, all right, fuck the comedy store. Uh, uh, um, um, nice asses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what I'm doing right now. Uh, what about like a good set though? Because I feel like that would distract you enough, but wouldn't wouldn't give you the nerves. I don't get hard at myself killing though. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm always like, how am I gonna do that ever again? Yeah. You know? I always think it's a fluke. Whenever I do well, yeah, I'm always, oh man, someone must have paid that room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I go back and forth. I'm either like for like the next day, I'm like dude, that's gonna be everything. But then right the next time before I get on stage, I'm like there's no way it's gonna be. As oh good. no, yeah, that feeling of uncertainty is just it overcomes your entire body, and then, you're and then you like, get the first laugh. Especially, dude, especially doing open mics constantly. We do open mics way more than we do shows, mm-hmm. and it's so I always feel really nervous before I go on stage. I'm like, oh my god, they're not gonna laugh. None of this shit is gonna work. Mm-hmm. And then you get that first laugh. And you think, oh my god, that was way easier than I thought. Oh yeah, this isn't a dog shit, stupid fucking open mic. Yeah. <laughs> People actually they, want to laugh. They want to laugh. They're they're a couple drinks deep. It isn't fucking you know guys paying to do comedy watching me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even with material that has worked at open mics for weeks. Yeah. Before she'll be like, what if they just don't fucking laugh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joke. Yeah, jokes that work in the most dead rooms sometimes. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, I had an experience where, like, I was, the one time I was, like, very confident that it was going to work at a show was the worst show I've ever had. The Flappers? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the Flappers. <laughs> I was like, dude, this, this material has been going great. Like, you're going to, you're, this is a real show. You know you're going to do well. And then when I went up there, like I said, it was the worst show I've ever fucking had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't. And, like, they laughed at stuff. But not a lot, right? Like, it was <laughs> like, like when you got off, as good as Do you think when you got off stage, everyone turned to the person next to them and said, "Oh, <laughs> that was bad." Uh. I can't be sure that they didn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus, you know, and you know what the worst part is? The guy after me was on a wheelchair. And I had to help him up onto it off of the stage. So I, I, I have this shitty set. <laughs> oh and it's like, all right, folks, here I am. <laughs> and you, back again. And you can't quite disappear yet. Yeah. yeah. And then I go yeah. for five more minutes and come back. <laughs> oh, my. Why, why were you? Where's the host? Isn't that their job? He asked me. What am I going to do? No? Yeah. <laughs> no, and dude. No. Yeah. Have him crawl up there. I don't know. I just bombed. Well, yeah. the host is on stage introducing him. True. Oh, yeah. Have an employee of the fucking building do that. It's funny that comedy stages aren't wheelchair accessible. Well, they had a, like a ramp that they got up, but it was like pretty oh, steep. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I was at the <laughs> ice house. Got to gain some speed. I was, yeah. at, I was at the ice house last week for their open mic on a Wednesday. Oh, wait. What time is that? That's on Wednesday, Wednesday. nights at 7. I meant time jerk off. <laughs> at wait, 7. Wednesday, Wednesday at 7. Okay. Yeah. Get there like 
That's a lottery, though, right? It is, but it was. It's funny because you you get if you buy uh, like a drink or anything from the bar, you put your receipt in the bucket so the receipts are bigger, and then you can also sign a blue ticket. So like you double, have the, double chances. the chances, okay. but you can put in as many receipts as you want. How long do you get? You get five. I uh, know. Three minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ice House. Yeah. but Tried the fucking Pasadena for what? But it, it's a good mic. Really? Is yeah, it? a lot of people show up. Uh, Does anyone get bookings for the show I from don't, the mic? Or? I don't know. I bombed okay. completely. Really? Yeah, I, I did really bad. I, uh, <laughs> I've, been trying, I've been trying a lot of new like Florida material. Okay. Good. Yeah, do your Florida stuff in yeah, California. I don't know. I'm just trying some new <laughs> shit. Well, people love hearing about the crazy shit that happens in Florida. No, I, I did. I did a. What happened was, I think what screwed me over was like Ian Russo went on before me. Oh, that, Jesus! And that like, he's him. a dude, fucking soul sucker, that dude, guy. And I can't. Like, I told myself, I'm like, you don't need to call back to anything that guy said because it's just like too easy, and I don't want to kick a man while he's down because he bombed. <laughs> but no, but in, in his head, he's like, oh, I fucking rocked it. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing is, he's, <laughs> he's not even down. Dude, dude. Oh man, and it was it's so funny because like all these comics like that I saw there, I never see the they're, they're all these comics that don't go to the fourth wall. Those these are the ones that like you see at like um, potluck. Or like um, the improv. These guys are like some of these guys are like heavy hitters. Yeah, but they, they have like status in in the open mic community. Right, but still, uh, the host gets on there, and you know he's having a good time. The host was good. His name is like Bruce Gray or something like that. He's really funny, and he goes, um, he goes, you want to know how, you want to know how how not rigged this mic is. Coming up to the stage next is uh, Ian Russo. <laughs> Everybody oh, was great. just dying, and I, I was just like, dude, I feel so bad for this guy. So I think when I got up there and I didn't call back to him, that's not the only reason I did bad, but like it didn't help that I kind of just jumped right into material that like wasn't that good to begin with. Yeah, so it, like, it could have helped you win the room back if you'd made fun of him. Right, and I was like, I don't want to do that because that's not who I am. Yeah, I but, feel that. Uh, that's, that's what I did though once. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I, I, I roast him for two to three minutes. And you probably got so many laughs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. And then I went into my material. First joke, it was like, it got like a little like, you know, a little bit of uh, of laughs, which like was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, all right, let's see what you got next. And uh, I was like, I, and then I, I transitioned into a bit about the hurricanes the hurricane that was going on uh, last week. Mm. Did Dorian, you guys hear about right? Yeah, Dorian. Yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, we got the hurricane problem down in Florida right now. Um, and for any of you guys planning a trip to the Bahamas, uh, I think you might want to cancel it because the Bahamas are gone and just crickets. And mm. it was weird because like an hour before that, Mike, I'd gone to fourth wall and you know those psychopaths fucking love that shit. Mm, That's yeah. why I threw it in there. Mm. Was because like they were just howling when I was like, Bahamas are gone. Everybody was like, ah, you know. I was like, oh, all right, I'll try it out. And then as soon as I tried it out in Ice House, like no one react. Not even like a huh, nothing. Really. And, and it felt like I've never really had a reaction like outside of fourth wall like that. And it was like it was like the coolest worst thing ever because it's like something that you hear all comics talk about, or like. Oh, you'll you'll know when like you're bombing, and like that's like at that point I was like, dude, get me off this stage right now. Well, good thing it's only three minutes. Yeah. Oh, but it felt like the longest three minutes. As soon as I saw that light, I was like, oh my god, thank god. And then I, at at that point, I was just talking gibberish. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even speak like words. I think I flubbed the word water. You know, like I was like a water, and I was like, yeah. I don't know what I just said. Um, yeah, it was bad. It, dude, it gets bad up there when you're bombing. Yeah. I I thought all right, so. 
on a scale of one to ten, ten obviously being bombing. Mm. I mean, I mean uh, ten being killing. Mm. I probably had a set that was a five or a six at potluck one time. Oh, nice. And that's good. But I just I, I had this I had five. A five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they talked about yeah. it at Saddle Ranch after. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um it, it just it was just one of those things that I mean I've gotten like light years better since. Yeah. Just with 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 material and also just not beating myself up on stage. Right. With a, if doesn't if something doesn't kill, yeah. you know, I just kind of roll through it, sit in the pocket, just you know, do the whole thing. Yeah, but I had this set that I thought was really funny, and it was working every time I did it. Hmm. And I, you know, my I guess my gauge was fourth wall, and uh, just didn't do that well. Again, just a five. And uh, I remember like one of my joke, like the last joke I did. It didn't just. It just didn't do that well. Like it was, there was four or five audience members. I went up early. Mm. I guess Pat was telling me the comics in each corner were were laughing at you know. Yeah, not a lot, but they were laughing. They're, they were laughing, you know. Yeah. Which, but you can't hear because it's a big room for that few people. You know, yeah. they're all the way in the back. Yeah. And I just was like, well, I was, whew, this did this did not go as pl- as, as planned. I thought I would be uh, a lot better than this. I thought I'd be. Uh, and I just started riffing a little bit. Right, right. And that got that got a good laugh. Yeah, when you called but then, it out. But then I then I got off stage. And the uh, the MC was like, "Hey guys, you know, you you see it all. You see guys do well. You see guys do bad. And you see comics have mental breakdowns on the stage. Uh, but let's keep it rolling, you know." <laughs> so he like, kind of made light of it, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, and again, it wasn't as bad as I thought. It wasn't a, it wasn't a great set by any means. Right. But it wasn't as bad as I thought either. Yeah. But it was just like it was a really good lesson. Oh one, yeah. One, I think I was too green to sign up for the comedy store potluck because mm. really at, at the stage I was at, all it really is. It's just a three-minute open mic for me to be just to kick myself over, right? You know, because at that stage, there's no way I'm going to murder. And then uh, I think his name is Adam in the back. Yeah, is going to be like, oh, dude, come back next week. There's, there's looking back at my material that I did. There's no fucking shot that he was going to say, hey, d- hey, good, st- good stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come back. Yeah. No fucking. Sh- Even if I did my three minutes now, I think I would do really well. But I don't know if he would even bother to write my name down, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I've been going to Pollock just to, like, uh, sign up, but then also to just sit and watch. And um, I even stayed uh, last week for the friends and family show that they have, which is, like, the people who either work at the store or mm-hmm. are friends of, like, you know, famous regulars. Like, like Rocha went. Uh, yeah. Joey Diaz put his name in the on the list. And so I wanted to see him do it, and he he did pretty well. But there was this one girl who I've seen um, perform before, and she's like, she's really sure of herself, and she's funny. Like I've seen her perform; she's been on Colbert, you know. And she got up there and just ate it. And I was just like, you don't really know what this stage can do to it. Could do anything to anyone, you know what I mean? Like it's fair game, you know. At first, I thought like, all right. I mean, you can't be like a new guy, like, hey, I'm going to do this, yeah, this room, you know, and then like, you'd be stupid, you know, if you want to make a career, you know, at the store. Uh, but I don't know. I think like after a certain amount of time of, of doing it, um, I think anybody can go up there, but you just, I don't know, you really got to be You never know it. when it's your night. Yeah, you really yeah. don't know. It's just like that, that room just like tears people apart. The only good thing is, so I thought after that set, I saw. I thought everyone would remember like what I looked like, and every time I went to that place, 
they would just peg me as the guy who just isn't ready yet. Mm. And I would be, I was afraid that I would always just be pegged as the guy who isn't ready yet because of that performance, or whatever, or, right. or, or, or whatever, however they perceived it. And I think two weeks later, I went back and I was just hanging out. And one, the door guy that hosted the mic, who said that, and you know, some guys, people, you know, lose their mind, or whatever. Um, he was working the door, like the the back by the belly room yeah. entrance. And uh, I I gave him a nod and a hail. As if he would remember who I was. Oh, hey, hey, what's up, man? And yeah. he looked at me like he had no fucking idea who I was. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was never more excited for someone to not give a fuck who I was. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he, he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> Thank God. No, I, I'm slate. No, you're right. I, I'm no. I'm gonna use the bathroom. I'm nobody. It's like, yeah, you are. But like, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't bomb here two weeks ago and make a fool of myself. Yeah. That wasn't me. Um, I went. I, I've been going there as of lately, like more recently uh, or more consistently. And the other night I went there and the security guard looked at my license. He goes, you were here the other night. And I was like, yeah. Oh, shit. And he goes, all right. And I was like, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. He goes, that's eh, nothing. It's just, you know, you keep coming around here. People are going to recognize pretty soon. You won't need to be ID'd anymore. And I was like, all right, hopefully when I perform, you guys will remember me too, you know, wow, for that's all good. the good reasons. Dude, I need to start going with you every Monday. Yeah. Because you go every Monday, right? I've been going. Yeah, I've been getting, uh, when I don't work. So. How, how often do you hang out there? I go there uh, maybe like three times a week. Jesus. I think I, we should go in there after this. Just hang out. We I'm should. down. I'm, I, I'm not working this whole week. Hell yeah. Wow. You want to hear a crazy story? So... I don't want to take up. I don't want to like hog this. No, no, no. But like, this is actually, pretty, the, this is actually a pretty cool story. Uh, my friend Ronnie uh, and I were at the store the other night watching our friend Katie uh, do a, a show at the Belly Room, and the show ended. Whatever. It's like maybe ten thirty, and I'm outside. We say bye to Katie. I'm like, I kind of want to stick around and watch the OR and just watch people work out. And uh, Ronnie goes, "All right, yeah, I'll stick around with you. Uh, my ex Jeff is is coming." Um, so you can meet, I'll introduce you to him and you know, we can just hang out. And I was like, uh, whatever, like, yeah, I'll meet your ex. I'm not, I'm not hooking up with Ronnie, by the way. It's just mm-hmm. like, we're, we're really good friends and, um, you know, we hang out and is Ronnie a comic? Yes. Okay. She is very funny. Um, so anyway, this black Tesla pulls up in front of the store, out pops Jeff Ross and he's looking at us and he's, he's waving Yeah, you know, my direction. And I'm and I'm looking and I'm like, Ronnie, it's you know, it's Jeff Ross. And he's like waving over here and she's like, Oh yeah, that's that's him. That's that's my ex. And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh nice. And so he walks over to us, shakes my hand, and he goes he goes, How you doing? And uh, he's a very nice guy, very like monotone, you know, he's like very to himself. And, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm Brandon, you know, nice to meet you. He's like, Yeah, I'm about to go uh check in. So you guys should like uh, come follow me, whatever. Like, so we go to the back, um, and now I'm just like hanging out, like shooting the shit with like you know Lee Syatt's back there talking to like Brian Redband and like Tony Hinchcliffe's walking around, whatever. And and so I'm talking to Jeff. He's like, "How long you been doing comedy?" You know, and just shooting the shit with him. And then uh, he sparks up a joint, hands it to me. I don't smoke, but in my mind, I'm like, "You better fucking smoke yeah, with yeah, Jeff Ross." So I took a, you know, I'm taking rips with him, whatever, just hanging out. I'm just asking him questions about, like, just the game, you know, just, you know, like, do you still enjoy doing it? He has the Baldwin roast coming up, the Alec Baldwin roast on Comedy yeah. Central. So I was like, you still enjoy 
you know, doing that kind of stuff? Does that shit get you like hyped? And he's like, oh yeah, I fucking love it. That's what, you know, why I do this shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, I feel you. And I was talking to him about bumping mics and mm-hmm. kind of fangirling a little bit over that. Cause that shit was amazing. It was hilarious. Yeah. And so, you know, then I think it's like basically over and he's like, um, oh, uh, do you and Ronnie want to come watch me do my shit in the main room? And I was like, uh, yeah. So next thing I know, I'm walking through the freaking club with Jeff and he's just like, walking us to the main room like to the back of the room he sits us down like we're sitting in the like the vip booths you know like just me and ronnie hanging nice. out like people are coming up to us like uh you want anything to drink it's two drink minimum ronnie's like oh no like we're with we're with jeff and they're like oh okay like you know it was just like it, it, i just felt like i was on cloud nine so then he finishes his 15 minute you know his 15 minutes he does the roast jokes amazing they're gonna be fucking hilarious mm-hmm. um and then i'm like all right sweet like that was dope and then, you know, he comes back. He's like, hey, Bran, want to come out of the parking lot, hang out again? I was like, uh, yeah, sure. So now I'm just in the parking lot, just like still, you know, shooting the shit with Jeff Ross. Lights up another joint. I'm like, all right, I guess we're doing this again. I can't even feel the high because I'm just like on a high. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then, like, I, you know, we're just like shooting the shit, just talking about like life. And he was asking me about Florida and telling me some cool stories about being on tour with Charlie Sheen going through, you know, Palm Beach and uh, touring around with him and, and how crazy that guy was or is. And, um, yeah. And then by the end of it, I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. And I looked at Ronnie and I was like, you want to go get food? And she's like, yeah. And then I looked at Jeff and I was like, hey, you want to come get food with us? Uh, we're gonna go to Mel's drive. And he's like, no, no, I'm good. But I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> Did I just fucking <laughs> ask you to come? Yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, no, thanks for the invite. Uh, but Hey, it was very nice to meet you. I'll see you around. So now every time I go to the store, and I see him, I always, like, dap him up. Like, he's, like, No shit. Buddy. Like, he remembers you. He remembers me. That's yeah. awesome. That's I, awesome. I went the next week, uh, and then I was sitting on the wall in the back, just, like, waiting to get into the main room. It was on a Tuesday because it was so fucking packed. That's how I remember. And, uh, yeah, I see him walk in and kind of just waved at him. He came up to me, shook my hand. He's like, nice to see you again, buddy. And I was like, nice to see you too, man. That's I, that's awesome that he remembers you. Like, I hung out with Steve Ranzisi one time and his oh, friends yeah. for like several hours, and he doesn't remember me at all. Really? Oh, at uh, Penn State? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't in L.A. This was at Penn State. Yeah. Um, I, I was working at this bar, and I had the night off. My boss texted me. He goes, Kevin from the league is in the bar. And so I was like, well, I got to show up now. Mm. And so I go in and just getting fucking hammered with him and his friends that he like grew up with. That's sick. For like several hours. Yeah. Like playing bubble hockey with his best friend. And when we, we went and got calzones, like, <laughs> we, we were like hanging out. Yeah. And, and he then, doesn't remember. Yeah. And then I saw him in LA like last year. I was like, yeah. hey, man, I'm not sure if you remember this, but like, we, we actually met in State College. Like, no, dude, I don't. So that's fair. <laughs> that's fucked up. I mean, I feel like he does remember. He just doesn't want to. Nah, bring I mean, it up. he probably does. Dude, remember. I have a Jeff Ross story too that I haven't been able to use because I haven't seen him since. Right. But um, so I was home last year for Christmas, and my my uncle is just a crazy fucking cat. Yeah. And therefore, his friends are just crazy fucking guys. Yeah. But for instance, his friend came over who was hammered drunk, and then proceeded to drink about a bottle and a half of wine. And then at one point they like I don't smoke cigarettes, right. but they go uh, this guy just like kept like fucking with me, yeah, he like like punching me and like just like typical you know, right? And he goes, um, hey John, he goes, hey Vinny, me and Uncle John are gonna go outside for a cigarette. You should come. I'm like okay, so I go outside and we're in the garage, and uh, him and my uncle light light up a cigarette, and uh, he goes, take one. I go, oh no, I'm sorry, you know I don't smoke. He goes, what are you fucking gay? <laughs> 
I, no, I, I just don't smoke. I, I used to, but you know, but I quit. He's like, been smoking 25 years. I'm okay. Right. Like, no, I, I just don't smoke. So he lights up and he takes a drag. And he turns to my uncle. He goes, so John, should we beat the shit out of him? <laughs> <laughs> he say tune him up. <laughs> yeah, John, should we tune him up? <laughs> and my uncle goes, no, no, Mike, he's fine. No, we can beat the fuck out of him. What do you think? He's like, no, 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 come on. He's good. And then my uncle goes, all right, I'm going to leave you two here. I, I, I got to take care of some things. Like, You're going to leave me here with them? With the psychopath. So me, long story short, he's like, so what do you, you want to do? I go, oh, well, I'm trying to do comedy. Oh, you know you know who my friend is? Yeah. I go, he goes, my friend's Jeff Ross. He used to grow up with him. That yeah. little fucking Jew. Me and him used to hang out. I go, oh, cool. I think I'm like, this guy's fucking full of shit. After this cigarette, we'll FaceTime him. I'm like, oh, and this guy's fucking hammered. Like, red lips, red teeth, you yeah. know? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, okay, we'll, we'll FaceTime him. So he lights up another one, smokes it again. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Finally, we go inside. He sits down. Hey, fruitcake, come over here. So he sits down next to me, and he goes, I'm going to call uh, my friend Jeff up. Takes his phone out. Jeff Ross. I, I see it. I go, what the fuck? FaceTimes him. And then, whoop. He answered. He's like, this fucking cocksucker answered. What's up, Jeff? And the guy's like, hey, what's up, Jeff? And Jeff starts fucking like, talking to him and shit. It's fucking Jeff Ross on the phone. Yeah. I got this guy here. He wants to become a comedian. And the guy's like, oh, is that right? <laughs> and he turns it to me. I go, hey, Jeff. Like, Jeff, big fan. Love Bob. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, buddy? Like, thanks for it's like nice fucking curly hair. I go, yeah, I know. He's like, really? You're celebrating, your, you're celebrating Christmas? I go, yeah. He's like, I don't buy it. And then <laughs> turn the phone. I'm like, hey. He's like, yeah. So uh, he lives in L.A. So when he goes to the comedy store, he might come up and say hi to you. Is that okay? And Jeff's like, yeah, sure, sure. Da, da, da. And it was a very brief conversation. But and then he hangs up. Mm. I'm like, holy shit, I just FaceTimed with Jeff Ross. Yeah. And I still haven't had a chance to see him at the store. Because I saw him before that. Yeah. I said hi to him, and he gave me a very, like, you know, short, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but now I have that, like, hey, I'm friends with Mike. We FaceTimed yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas last year, you know? I know. it's so It was so weird, you know, meeting him and then trying not to, like, talk about that experience with Ronnie about it because she dated him for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, talking to her about it, it's it's just... It's normal to her. Yeah, you know, and I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that guy. No, but she. she Oh, she. She. She worked on the roast. Uh, she worked on the roast with him, and and then just met him. You know, she was hot, so he was like, "Hey, yeah, she's beautiful." Yeah, Mm. that makes sense. That's how that happens. Yeah, and then he's Jeff Ross, so she was like, "Hey." Well, she actually she said, and if she ever listens to this podcast, she's probably gonna kill me for talking about this, but um, she goes. Uh, no, she told me she was like, no, the first time I met him, I wasn't really into that kind of stuff. I was like, no, I'm very professional at work, whatever. And then, you know, after like hanging out with him, seeing how he's a nice guy. So she like gave him a chance and yeah. And then they, uh, they, uh, got together. How, how long did they date for? I think it was a little over a year. Something like Dece- that. Decent amount of time. It, I could yeah. be wrong. Maybe it's more than a year, but it, it was at least a year, I think. Wow. And they're still on good terms. So yeah. how old is she? She's... 32 32 okay. 30 and how did you meet her you said at groundlings i was taking classes God, at, at the groundlings okay. yeah. i, I want to get into that i think i, I want to do an improv uh i honestly thing. think would you recommend it or no yeah i i would uh i think it's it's great for just um stage presence um and just especially for like character work and like you like voices and stuff love and, voices yeah, yeah you just um, heard doing the fucking facetime yeah yeah it's just <laughs> <laughs> um no but i i had and you meet some really cool you know um teachers who had the opportunity to like teach people who are like really famous now like uh my last teacher i had 
Her name was Karen Mariama, and she's taught like Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, hmm. Will Ferrell, Conan O'Brien, Jimmy Fallon. Oh shit! Like all these people, you know, Lisa Kudrow. What's her name? Karen Mariama. She's the toughest teacher in in the in the school. Um, she's amazing. Uh, and and why I love her is because she's not like the normal improv teacher that's kind of like supporting you. Uh, in fact, she's like bashing you the whole time and like calling you out. And I love, I, I come from like a, a hockey player background where we just got, you know, pummeled by our coaches. So like having her, you know, just critique me right away. I'm like, Oh, I love this shit. Mm. And it was just like getting to work with her is like, uh, it's like an experience. So if, if you do go to the groundlings, um, you don't really, you don't get to choose your teacher who uh, you get, but if you, if you get lucky enough, um, she teaches all levels. She's intense. Like makes people cry. It was like insane. And so many people just drop her class. Um, yeah, it, it was, I've, I've heard you can fail groundlings classes. Is yeah, I've, I've I'm in the advanced improv uh, part of it, and I've failed it three times. How do you fail? What happens if you like? Because like you, you know, just you, they tell you got to retake. You're you're not supposed to uh, be able to allow. You're not supposed to be allowed to come back to the school after you fail the third time of any class. Um, but she was like, I, she dropped me from the last class I took, um, with her because she was like, I think you have a shot at like doing something here. I just don't think you're giving yourself, uh, cause I've never taken an acting class before. So she was like, you have, you know, natural talents and abilities, but like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing when you're using them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She's like, you just need to hone that skill more. So she was like, take some time off, go to an acting school, you know, take do, some scene, uh, scene study classes. Do uh, Leslie Com. I was thinking about that one, and I and I just audited um, Anthony Mindell. It's like right I've by my house. I've heard of them. It's like another one. She was yeah. like, she's yeah. up the street, Leslie. I mean, I, I think she's excellent. Have you done it? I've done three, three, yeah. So three then you would you'd be perfect for growlings. I it, hope, I mean, I I, th I think I would really like improv. Yeah, it's fun. I, I would never stop doing imp uh, stand up. No, I, no, stand up stand up is my favorite so far over acting yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I definitely would love to do. Uh, improv. Yeah, and there, there's a guy on the uh, Groundling Sunday Company, which is like right below uh, the main company, which are like the 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 actors that run the school for the most part. Um, and he's a paid regular at the Comedy Store. Oh, cool. So he, you know, bounces. what's his name? Leonard Robinson. I feel like I've heard that name. Yeah, yeah he's yeah he's really funny. Um, but it's like the punishment for failing a Groundlings class is you don't advance in Groundlings. You just retake the class until they tell you you're not allowed. How much to are back. the classes usually? Like 500? 525. Christ. Yeah. It's Jesus expensive. Yeah, it's, a, it's a hefty. That old Pat's place. You, you got to factor in at least fucking, what, two parking tickets a month, too? I. Oh, we can walk. I Yeah, you guys are actually oh, really true, close to it. Oh, true, because it's on Melrose. It's on Melrose and Poinsettia. That's right. Right mm -hmm. next to Floyd. You guys are really close. I get my hair cut at Floyd's next door. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's right. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you don't even have to pay for the whole thing up front. You can pay like a payment plan. You pay like $225, um, like right off the bat, and then you don't pay the rest of it till the first day of class. And usually you have like anywhere between like three, three to four weeks before mm -hmm. your class even starts from the time you sign up. Nice. So like you have some time to pay it all. How many people in those classes are just like insufferable though? Oh, my God. So many. I mean, you you look at it's so many of the people, and you're just like, what is happening? So a lot of the people are doing it though for different reasons. See, like I always knew I wanted to do comedy, um, 
and like that's all I wanted to do. A lot of these people are just doing it because like they just got an agent and the agents are like, you need to brush up on your improv skills because auditions, you know, sometimes they're all improvised. And so everybody has like different goals. My goal was like, I want to climb the ranks, the ranks of that school. I wanted to be, or I still want to be at the top of that school at one point. Um, But I mean, it's just a process. Yeah. So what is it? it goes beginner it goes basic advanced. basic intermediate advanced and then if you pass advanced you get invited to writing lab which is like for s- six weeks first three weeks you're uh, creating character monologues uh, based off of characters you created throughout your time in the basic intermediate and advanced courses um, and then the last three weeks you're creating sketches with like partners and then you put on a show so it's like the first part of the show is... Uh, That's after advance, you said? It's after advance. And if you pass that, uh, and that, that's a one-and-done class. So if you fail writing lab, you're out of the school for good. But if you pass, then you go over to advanced writing lab, and like that's just like SNL. Like you're just like straight writing sketches for six weeks. That's sick. And then if... Just without the TV show. Basically, yeah. And then you, and then you perform two shows, and they're both sketch shows. Um and then if you pass that, then you get invited to Sunday Company, which is literally SNL. You're writing a show all week with like a group of people who are also on Sunday Company, and then you perform the show every Sunday at eight o'clock. That's sick. Yeah. And then now, you, would you want to do that, or would that? Because that, that sounds like a lot of fucking work. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of oh, time. Oh, it's insane. And when you get to the when you get to uh, Sunday Company, I had a teacher who was telling me um, you can't reuse a character more than once. So. Once you do one character, it's like, okay, we've seen it. Now move on to the next. What else you got? I, I love I love characters, though. They're so much fun. I love characters. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. And you're just creating them off of, like, real... They teach you how to create them off of, like, real people that, like, you grew up with or, like, yeah. people that you know in your life or, you know, people that just... You know, I had, for, like, one project, I had to go out in, like, public and go observe someone mm-hmm. and just, like, like, create a character based off of... I had, I had a character guy. I used to do uh, just when I was high to made my buddy laugh because he rode a motorcycle yeah and the character was a uh, a southern hunting instructor yeah that taught us that told his uh class to wear uh motorcycle gear mm. because there's no way a deer would suspect a motorcyclist to shoot them <laughs> <laughs> like, That's now when you're walking through the woods and a deer sees <laughs> leather vests yeah. and a helmet they're thinking no way this guy's got a gun He's riding a harley <laughs> and then boom you take that fucker's head off <laughs> dude that's literally like what you would do in a class is like you'd come in with a prepared monologue that you wrote and then uh the character and mm-hmm. then you just get in front of the class and just do that or whatever it is for like a minute and then they'd be like okay and then they give you notes and then if it doesn't work it doesn't work you is that in like writing lab or just at every level uh inter- intermediate is where you start like writing characters like a lot of people take the intermediate class like there was one guy who made it to the top of the program. Like he's a main company member, like alumni and he took intermediate. I heard like nine times just be, he passed like first try, but he just wanted to stay there. Cause you just get so many characters out of it. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So it's like everybody goes through the program differently. When I first moved out here, I was just like, I just want to be at the top. And you know, I made it to advanced within like the first six months of being there and just got knocked down. You know, I had a good advanced show because uh, they give you a show at the end of the course. Um, I had a good advanced show the first time. My teacher was like, I want to uh, keep you back. You know, you're getting I'm, I'm up against, you know, like 
30 something year olds, you know, people who are married with kids who have writing jobs, you know, like people who have been doing this for Is a while. Is there like only a certain amount of people get passed or something? No, I mean, they could pass any amount of people. It's not really the problem. It's just like, if they don't think you're ready for the next level, it's like, it's just not happening. So I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I've d- done the class three times now. Um, last time was supposed to be my last time ever taking it, but Karen was like, yeah, I think you're on to something, but you just need to hone that skill more. So I'm going to give it like six to nine months before I head back in there. And they tell you, they're like, if you want to make, if you want, even want to consider like going through this program to make it to the top, like you're going to have to put in years. Like that guy, Leonard Robinson, like I think he's been at that school for like eight years and he's only on Sunday company now. It's like eight years. That's you know what I mean? Like that's that's how long it's supposed to work. take you to like start getting road gigs. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. that's, I mean, it's just comedy's a grind, and you don't really realize it until like you start failing miserably at it, and you're like, oh shit, like yeah, this is gonna take me a little while to get. So you've always known you wanted to do comedy, though. Yeah, Bruno and I started watching stand-up videos uh, in fourth grade. I was in fourth; he was in fifth. Um, started with Dane Cook. Yeah, it's, it, it started with Dane Cook. Um, I think this was like right when YouTube like first started like gaining traction. When like all we would do is just watch you know videos, and Dane Cook's videos were like huge because I don't know somebody was doing like these videos where like they would like I don't know if you guys have seen them, but um, they're really popular. They're like all of his bits, but they were converted into like stick figure illustrations. And no, Bruno I never saw that. You never saw those? No, dude, they were the best. And I remember like the first joke I ever heard. The first joke was the Kool-Aid man joke that he has where he's like, fuck's wrong with this guy. You know, like everybody like loves him in commercials. But if you think about it, this guy's just fucked up like this big jug of juice just (laughs) bursting through people's houses like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like at the time we were just like, dude, who is this guy? You know, like, and what is he doing? And um, so I would, you know, Bruno and I went to different schools. But when I would go to school, I would like tell my friends, you know, like I would start talking in bits. Like I would be like, Oh, you, you got to watch this guy. And they'd be like, who the fuck are you talking about? And I'd be like, and then I would do the bit for them. And then I'd get the same reaction like that he was getting. I was like, Oh my God, like this is nice. You know? Um, and then as I got older, like going through middle school, like I loved writing stories and, um, being able to make the class laugh. I was always class clown. Um, I was always getting in trouble for talking too much. And then when I got to high school, uh, I was like really into hockey as well. So like, you know, for a while you have that fantasy going like, oh, I want to make it to the NHL. I want to be a pro athlete. Like whenever my parents would be like, all right, you know, like you're in eighth grade now. You're about to go off to high school. Like, what do you think? You know, you should start thinking about your future. And I'm like, I'm going to go to prep school, you know, and go play hockey with the boys. Go to juniors. Yeah. Go play juniors. And, and there, you know, as you get older, you start, as you get older, you start to see like your parents, like belief in you becoming a professional athlete, like just (laughs) diminish, you know, not cute anymore. Yeah. So my dad used to get in, into me, he used to rail into me like about how he's just like, all right, look, like you're not going to be a professional athlete. Okay. (laughs) You're not like, just cut it out. Like you're a good writer. Like be a lawyer, you know, like you talk a lot. You'd probably like that. You like reading, like lawyer. So I was like, all right, lawyer is what I want to do, whatever. Cause my dad told me it'd be perfect. And then uh, got to high school, um, didn't really think much about what I wanted to do. Sophomore year, Bruce started doing uh, comedy gigs at the Improv, uh, at the Hard Rock. And then I remembered like all those YouTube videos we used to watch. I was like, oh shit, you know, like, he, you know, he pulled me aside one day. He's like, 
He's like, yo, I've been, I've been starting to do stand up, and I'm like, I forgot that we were even into that kind of stuff. Like, how is it? And, you know, and then I would go watch him perform, and he would, he was slaying the improv like at 15 years old. No you know? shit. Yeah, he was, he was running the club, and um, I remember we talk about this night all the time because it pisses him off so much to like think back to it, not in like a bad way, but like just like the oh, man he had the whole high school show up to the improv like one night like just his whole class and we went to like a big catholic private school and he had maybe like 200 some odd kids just run the improv like the improv made no money on alcoholic beverages that night <laughs> like <laughs> none and he bombed uh. so bad uh like it was so it was so horrible that the whole place was there to see him and he bombed so bad and we talk about it all the time but we just we look back on that shit and we were just like yeah like at that moment like that's what you know, we knew we wanted to do this. And then he got into Emerson College, and, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely would want to get into screenwriting or something. So, like, the idea of, you know, not wanting to be a lawyer was slowly, like, you know, coming to fruition. And I was just like, I want to I wanna do something artistic. Like, I want to, you know, write mm -hmm. movies, write screenplays, and, and uh, probably get into comedy. And then, you know, I got into Emerson, uh, but I didn't get financial aid. So my mom was like, you're staying in Florida. So I went to Florida State. Um, best four years of my life wouldn't change uh, oh, yeah. anything. State school is the shit. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, uh, Brew and I are so close. I was always like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll follow you. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, yeah. you know, and we'll do it, you know. And uh, But it was cool. Yeah, I went to Florida State and then uh, found out there was like an open mic night uh, at this one bar called Birds Aphrodisiac Oyster Bar. And... Um, this guy named Scott, he was putting on comics and I like, I got his Facebook, uh, name and messaged him and he put me on the first time I got on stage, I was 19 and it was just a bar show. And it was just like the weirdest thing. Cause I was just like writing jokes that were just like so stupid, mm. you know, like, you know, about me, like sleeping with my mom or something, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, how'd you do? I actually did pretty good. Yeah. It was a good crowd. Like, I mean, they were really like, they were about it. You know, they just wanted to laugh. Uh, and I always think about like, if I ever get somewhere with this, like I always, I want to go back and like do a show there because it is a good, a good Dude, crowd. Yeah. Um, and just to be able to do that would be cool. But, um, but yeah. And then I was very inconsistent with it. Like I was like, okay, you know what I mean? Like my nerves were kind of shot going up there. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, it's a lot. it is sensory, sensory overload for Especially sure. Especially at 19. Yeah. And you're just like, like you probably still have a lot of things in your head that maybe that's not what you want to do. Right. Exactly. You're in college. It, it, yeah, it's like that point in your comedy career, like right when you're at the beginning and like you're about to get your name called on stage and like you're anticipating it, but in your mind you're like, should I just back out? Like, like what would happen if I just backed out right if now? I, if I just leave, what happens? Yeah, like they wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, but you do it anyway and you, you fuck it up or you, you know, and you just live. You live, you live to see another day. Isn't it weird looking back on like old shitty material you had that makes people laugh? Oh, yeah. And there's a party that's like, how, like, my material is so much better now. How do I ever bomb? Yeah. People laughed at that dog shit. Yeah. Why yeah. are they always laughing at this new stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's because we, we just care more now. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, I want stuff to work so bad sometimes that when it doesn't, I'm like, oh, come on. But, like, back then it was like, oh, I think this is funny. Let's just try this yeah, let's out. Let's just try it out. Yeah. And then, you know, you do it and it gets a good laugh. And, and then you, you know, you walk off and I would see all my buddies, you know, that came out, like my fraternity buddies would come out and watch me and, 
you'd look at them and be like, oh, I crushed. They'd be like, yeah, you're like, you're hit you on the chest. Sick, yeah, dude, you're famous, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that shit, you know, kept me going, but. Uh, but you just get fucking killed yeah. it tonight. Yeah. But if you look back on your material that you used to do and don't think, oh, God, that was garbage. Oh. Then you're not getting better. Oh, yeah. my God. Which, yeah. You know, I mean, even Joe Rogan said this is the best special I've ever done, which means it's better than the last one. Right. And that one's probably better than the previous one. Right. Which means the one he just did is light years better than the two he did right. before, you know? Yeah. Um, Which if, if you're not evolving and getting better, then, you know, it, it basically just it validates the work you're putting in. Yeah, it, it's cool. Like, I have, like, a, a YouTube video up of, of me at, at 19 doing, a, it was my second show, and it just, like, listening to the jokes I had, I'm like, okay, first off, none of these would work mm-hmm. yeah. today. And it's just cool to see, like, how, like, my voice is changed in the sense of like how i present jokes now you not know, your actual voice but your per, your point yeah, of your view yeah i like i used to have like that voice that every i think everybody has it at the beginning when you're just like you're telling jokes like how like you've learned to tell jokes through like other people it's telling like a class them. presentation almost yeah yeah it's, yeah, not, yeah it's not as fluid and uh conversational as just talking to somebody because that that's really what it all is yeah stand-up is having the comfortability to be on stage and talk to hundreds or maybe thousands of people and maintain a conversation without any of them saying anything back to you. Right. Yeah. And I, it's, it sounds so wise, doesn't it? <laughs> don't we all? And then you watch us get on stage at fourth wall. You're like, fuck are these guys? <laughs> Big dicks are funny, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's cool to look back on. I'm glad I, I, you know, took the leap and started, you know, at a young age. I didn't continue with it, uh, as consistent as I am now, but, um, and that's one thing I would I would go back and change, you know, because it was only once a week the mic, so it was like it's not like I had to be grinding every night. But yeah, I was just like that whole feeling of just like I don't they're not gonna miss me there tonight, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I'll yeah. do it, I'll get to it. You had other priorities. You're in college. Too, yeah, you know, I was just you know, like I'm gonna have a couple out. brewskis, bang a few chicks. You know? Yeah, so I mean, whatever. But I'm glad, you know, getting that stage time at a young age was, you know, I could say I did it. Yeah, I mean, I wish I'd done it earlier. Yeah. I wish I'd stayed more consistent as well. I started kind of young. Yeah. I think my first mic was 22. Right. Which is... Re- that's, rel- that's young. Relatively young. Yeah. yeah. But I was pretty consistent with it after college mm. for a year or two when I was doing sets in New York. But again, it was consistent. I think I said it on the, on the last, po- uh, last podcast. It was consistent in the sense that I was getting on stage and doing it at a consistent rate or somewhat consistent rate. You were only rate. doing it like once a week though, right? Uh, like once, like sometimes twice a week. Right. Which when you're fucking like just graduated college, it's basically pretty consistent. You, you think know? that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. You think that's a lot. Yeah. But I wasn't working on jokes. I wasn't writing that much. It was, my, The process was, oh, I think this is funny. Then I tried out. And then if it worked, I thought, oh, I couldn't. I can't do that again because I already did that joke. Right. You know? And then I really haven't been consistent until... Pat moved out here two years. Last two years, I've truly been consistent. I've truly been doing stand-up. Yeah. And I've seen the most progression. And even then, honestly, we could do it a lot more. Yeah, I mean, we could, but we also, I mean, I work. Yeah, yeah we jobs. Have four, jobs are four so night, annoying. Four nights a week I work, and, and, I, and I have a girlfriend. Yeah. So it's, it's hard balancing the time. I mean, yeah, I, I could always do more sets, of course. Right. But, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah, this job that I have right now is just like sometimes I'm working nights, you know. So whenever I'm not working, I'm just trying to do as much time as possible. More so recently now that I'm not in Groundlings right now. 
because groundlings would just you'd go to a class and then just sweat you know how long are the classes three and a half hours you get the fuck out of here with that yeah so it's like you're just <laughs> mentally exhausted because you're trying to pull every comedic ability that you have That's just to survive in front of three you know hours. in front of like you know eight other people in the room and a teacher who like thinks everything you do is bullshit Don't <laughs> yeah Dude, after 10 minutes i'm exhausted yeah uh so like yeah i would just leave and just and and that you know you start coming up with like all these mental excuses you know like of course i don't need to go on stage tonight i was in stage in class you yeah. know and like that's my stage time you know but know. um yeah i don't know uh definitely need to be more consistent with it but now that i am not in that class i feel like i have been now i'm just trying to book shows really yeah. Just trying to get in front of like real audiences. Like I went on like a like a like a spree the other day of just sending tape out to just random people. And, like I heard back from like a few, you know. You have tape? Yeah. I got like two videos. Nice. We went to that comedy show store. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Skyler. Comedy show. Dude. I and we saw him in the front row. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> Brandon wants a free tape too. Yeah. Dude. And you know what? And I was like I was dying because that guy, Jay Larson, was like, he was playing around with me in the front yeah, row. Yeah, he was. He was like, I'm really... just here for the fucking free tape. Yeah, I was like, and, and I Dylan. I can't explain to you exactly why I'm here, but dude, it's not Dylan for you. Sullivan, yeah. Dylan Sullivan, like, who doesn't really know me, but like, he knows my face and like, knows who I am, like, just by like, Fourth seeing each other. Stuff? Yeah. yeah. He sees me that night and he's like, you mind if I sit your front row? He's like, no one wants to sit there. And I was like, yeah, I'm by myself. I don't care. And then I just sat there and like. Just the way I positioned my foot, which was like on the stage, you know, because like you're that close in the belly yeah. room. I was like, oh, I'm going to get chewed. You're fucking torn. Yeah. yeah. Had Dalia just like got this guy to laugh, you know, yeah. which isn't really hard to do. Like I'm I'm a good, yeah, I'm he's a good, good audience yeah. member, you know, and my laugh's pretty distinct. Um, and then, yeah, Jay Larson just came out and just started, you know, fucking around me, which is cool. But I'm just like, I also don't want to be part of the show you oh, know dude, what i mean i try to knew, go if like he knew you were a comic he never would have done that yeah he just, he, i don't know i think, I think so. he kind of figured it out when he was like you by yourself and then i was like yeah and he's like oh, okay and he's like i think that's the best way to watch comedy by yourself or something he said something like that. yeah i i think he could tell you you can just tell i think when i don't know i don't think comics i if i was a comic i would never pick on a comic in, in the audience right the, the best are people who don't know what the fuck's going on Right, and you can kind of have fun with them because the the less they know, the better. And if you're a comic and you do want to be part of the show, that's even worse because then you're stepping over their punchlines or right. trying to be funny, also. Yeah, which makes the show funny, but it draws less attention away from the main. Yeah, star of the show. I always wonder whether guys like that even consider us comics, though. Of course, of course they do. You cocksucker. Yeah, they just they just. It's just so funny, like. Like I would, if someone, if Joe Rogan asked me what I do, I'd have a really hard time telling him I was a comic. Well, I mean, Jeff Ross, when he was like, "How long you been doing comedy?" Like he generally wanted to know. Yeah. Like he genuinely wanted. Yeah, but they to also know. did what we're doing. Yeah, so I, they, yeah, they yeah. Like they understand. Yeah. I understand the logic as to why I'm probably wrong. It's just like there's my own insecurity. Like I wouldn't be able to tell Bill Burr that I'm a comic. I see what you're saying. It's like it's I'd be like, like, yeah, I'm a bartender. It's like if you're if you're a skateboarder. But like you, you can't do a kickflip. You know, yeah. you wouldn't tell like a, a pro skater. Like you, you'd feel weird saying, "Oh yeah, I skate." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand. But like at the same time, it's like they were all there once. You know what I mean? Well, if I was in the audience and they said, "What do you do?" I would say, "Oh, I, I bartend." I would feel, and then I'm sure in L.A. that he would be do a follow up. Oh, what? what are you, are you an actor? You know? Yeah. True. 
even dude, even now to like regular people, I have to tell people like, oh, you know, I'm I'm a bartender, but like I I do comedy. Oh, I don't I don't tell people shit. I just, I just I'm pouring your drinks, cocksucker. <laughs> what, what do you think? That's like well, the worst bartender. No wonder you're not gonna last <laughs> yeah. five years being a bartender. You're the worst one ever. I'm, I'm, I'm saying when people ask me when I'm not at work, like when people ask me what I do for yeah. a living. Oh yeah. Like oh, what do you do? Like I'm a bartender, but I do comedy instead of like saying that I'm I'm a comic. Yeah, that, that's there you go. I've yeah, I've just recently started to tell people like yeah, I'm doing comedy. Yeah, I think it's I I'm more embarrassed to say I'm a valet driver. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I was at a main show the other day. My dad was in town visiting from Florida, and wanted to take him to like a best of the store show. And uh, Rick Ingram got out there. I don't know if you guys ever seen. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, funny guy. He's hilarious, but he just did crowd work the whole time, and we were sitting dead front. You know, like right by the stage. So, of course, I had to brief my dad. You know, he's like, oh, we're going to get fucked with. And I was like, oh, yeah, you have no idea. I'm just like, dad, don't embarrass me. You know, like, because when you're at the store, you're like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe one day, you know. Yeah, of course. And so you don't want to embarrass yourself. And so I was like, dad, just don't be that guy. Just like simple yes or no's, you know, like they're not trying to hear your whole life story. So Rick Ingram comes out and he makes it through like the majority of his set. The light comes on. I'm like, oh, thank God he didn't rip. He didn't rip on me. He was ripping on the whole front row. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, just moves his finger, points to me and goes, there you are, Waldo. You know, found you because <laughs> of my glasses, whatever. Whole place like erupts. I'm just like, oh, God, here we go. And then he's like, uh, he's like, who is who's this guy with you? Is that your dad? I'm like, yeah, it's my dad. He's like, oh, he looks way cooler than you. And then, you know, everybody's laughing at that. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. And he's like, uh, how old are you? Uh, I was like, I'm 23. And he's like, he's like, what do you what do you do for a living? And I was like, I'm a valet driver. And he's like, oh, nice. He goes, Dad, you proud of this kid? Like, you know. <laughs> and everybody's dying. And he's like, he's like, what do you, you want to do? Like, obviously, you don't want to be a valet driver. You're 23. You're a young guy. You know, what's the dream? And I was like, I want to, I want to do this. You know, like I'm doing, I'm doing stand-up. And he's like, oh, okay. You want to do stand-up? And uh, he goes, valet driver? Wants to be a comic? Yeah, you're on the right track. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it was a... Uh, it was really cool. He could have just been like, "Oh, you want to do?" You know, what I mean, yeah, it could have been. A tell, tell me yeah. a joke. Yeah, Waldo. Or yeah. Like, quit. Yeah, Something like that. I hate when people say that when they're just like, "Oh, quit." It's like, all right, you know what I mean? It's very original. Yeah. You first got to come up with that. Yeah. It's like somebody's got to su- like succeed, you guys. Yeah. You know. If anyone says that, they're they're not even worth fucking thinking about. They're not even just nice people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like part of the game is just you gotta be likable. Or or their angle is. Only people who really want it will get to this place. Yeah. And if I if I tell them to quit and they don't quit, right? Then they they really want it, right? They, they get, yeah, but like, who the fuck are you get, to be that guy? Oh, I mean, never. It's, dude, yeah, it's I a could hu- never. Huge jerk off move. I'm yeah. just saying to play devil's yeah. advocate. Maybe they're just like, oh, here, here's another test I'm gonna throw at you. Yeah, I don't know. Some comics like I just I don't know where they get the chutzpah to talk to people like that. Because at this at the at the yeah. end of the day, it's like, okay, dude, like you work the door. You know what I mean? Like. If I get like a good three to five minutes, I'm right at the door with you, pal. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just wait. Give me a few mics and we'll figure it out. You yeah. know? Honestly, I hate when comedians do crowd work. I hate it. Mm, yeah. I, I, this quick. isn't what I showed up for. Yeah. You know? I showed up to watch you do material. Right. I don't want to watch you rip on this guy I can't see about things I can't see or hear. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's annoying. Well, I mean... I don't know. Like Some, a little bit is fine. Sometimes like, it's fun. When yeah. people come out and do just crowd work, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I don't know that guy. You're going to do inside jokes with him for 25 minutes? Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. and, you're, and you're, you're breaking your neck just yeah. trying to... Trying to look. Oh, oh wait, wait. Yeah. see. 
if his if his descriptions are like accurate. Exactly. Like they, when Rick Ingram called you Waldo. Yeah. But I, what from fifty rows back? I'm supposed to see your glasses? Yeah. No, you can't because I'm not looking around like, yeah, hey, this is me. You know? Yeah. I was just like, I'll fucking hold up your glasses for the whole to, crowd. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get through this set. You know, yeah. like just trying to sit there. But um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, yeah, crowd work's a interesting thing. I think it's important for sure. I think like yeah. it's definitely like uh especially in that ice house set where like I just like bombed last week it's just like you know when you hear that silence it's good to just address it right away just to keep moving on and if it doesn't work then it doesn't work but at least they know like they didn't just punch you in the face yeah. you know what i mean and like that's how i felt like as soon as i heard that silence my body kind of just locked up and in my mind i'm like oh this is that feeling that everybody talks about you know, because you get that at fourth wall and like doing it at open mics, but like it's in this, front of nine people. Yeah, that's in front of nine people. The stakes aren't really high, and the stakes weren't really high at Ice House either. But I've also never seen half those comics. But before. they're higher. Yeah, they're definitely higher. And I, I don't know, performing in front of comics like that, I don't know. Like sometimes it gets a little nerve wracking. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially like, if you want them to respect you. Yeah, it's like you got something to prove. Kinda. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. Uh, definitely working on crowd work is important i think improv helps with that too just Probably, kind of like yeah. addressing situations and calling it like you see it and just being completely honest mm-hmm. you know yeah. all right let's fucking wrap this thing up yeah <clears throat> dude great hour or a little actually hour and hour and 20 hour and a half almost. that was a lot of fun um thanks, dude thanks guys. for coming by yeah thanks for um having me. anything you want to plug any shows coming up social media the <laughs> whole thing uh no i mean uh, uh at B-A-R, B-R-A underscore 88 on Instagram. Uh, doing a show in Tempe, Arizona. Oh, nice. At the Improv. Nice. Yeah. Uh, did, I, like, I went on that spree and just mm-hmm. sent out, like, a bunch of tapes, you know? And then I sent one to their new faces, uh, Mike. So this guy was like, yeah, I'll throw you on. Whatever. You don't need to bring 10 people. So I don't know. That's doing so that. fucking cool. Yeah, I'm doing that on October 27th. So if anybody's in Arizona. No, uh, they want to stop by the, the improv. Uh, date again one more time. October twenty seventh. Nice, that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, thanks. So. We, we gotta do shit like that. I know. Actually, I was gonna see. I was gonna um come with, but actually, my it's my brother's birthday weekend. Oh, is he live out here? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, he's in Santa Barbara. We're actually going to see uh, Tenacious D. Oh, that's nice. But I would have loved cool. to fucking take a road trip and go with you. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, I remember talking about it after the haha show the other night. I was like, we should definitely just start going to these random ass places. Yeah, we gotta do that. Go you. you know, we, we were we were going to um, if I'm invited, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we we were on. gonna have a beer with you and uh, Bruno a couple weeks ago. We yeah. totally forgot about it yeah. to talk about organizing a, a sh- like a bar show. What are you something? doing Saturday night? I'm working Saturday, but I'm off the whole week. Okay. We'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. We should all, the four of us should hang out. You want to organize uh, a bar show? A bar show or just, no, do fucking do something. Yeah, yeah I'm down. Some yeah. kind of room. Some, some kind, yeah, get, get some kind of room going. Some yeah. kind of show. Fuck yeah. yeah. Pat, what do you got? Uh, you know, just the usual Instagram, Pat underscore Calicchio. Uh, Twitter, Pat Calicchio. Uh, I got a show at Sycamore Tavern on the 19th this month. Coming out, should be a good time. Hell yeah. Same thing, you know, the social media by now. I also... And probably on that show on the 19th, unless my sister-in-law gives birth, which then I'll probably be in Santa Barbara, but I'll probably be on the show on the 19th. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening so much. We appreciate it. Give a five-star review, a like, a thumbs up, a friendly comment. And if you happen to dislike the podcast, eat my cock. <laughs>